Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It is Mike and Joe. Craig is here, and he's going to behave himself this week. Because not that you guys noticed, or I hope you didn't. Craig did not behave himself last week. But he's here. He's chilling. We're here. I think Craig's a little upset that Ibby's not here today. That's probably why he got upset. Oh, that's true. And Ibby wasn't here last time either. Yeah. We found it out then. Yeah. Craig needs Ibby in order to function. Is that what we're getting at? Probably. Well, Ibby, if you hear this, which I don't know why you wouldn't, we need you. We need you for the safety of Craig. So we'll see. We'll see if he lasts this show. We are recording on 222-222-222-222. It is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. Did you know that, Joe? I did. Have you seen because it 800 two... times on social media? Oh, yeah. I, that's why I stopped watching it, looking at it today. It's a cool little thing, and then we're done. Yeah, it's palindrome week. There you go. It's palindrome week. That's probably the biggest word we're going to use on this show. It is Tuesday, as we said. It's about 3.50 p.m. Eastern Time, and we are recording this show to talk to all of you about some amazing (laughs) new cards this week. A little bit of news, nothing too heavy, but we will be spending time diving into the new Battle Region cards that were revealed, mainly the Hisuian Pokemon, and all those cards that were kind of kept a secret last time we were recording. Before we do any of that, though, again, we start as we do. 152 times in a row. Joe, how are you doing on this Tuesday afternoon? To be honest with you, sad. Very sad. And my heart weeps. Um, As we're talking right now and the news is going, uh, Russia is currently invading into Ukraine. So, um, and I got family over there. And there's a lot of speculations going around how far Russia will go into the territory. We'll... Find out as time goes on and see what happens. But I got family there, so um, I got a bunch of friends feeling phone calls from politicians and other things that if people need to evacuate the country that we got space for them to go to. Um, And there's presumed lists of people who will be captured um, if they invade to the point that they're going to evade to. And we just need to identify who is being being targeted and see if we can keep some people safe. Yeah, and honestly, like I said, I'm glad you say this stuff on the show. It is important things beyond being a Pokemon show. We are people with interests and family members and connections around the world. So I think it's safe to say that speaking for the community of this show, hopefully everything goes as safely as it can, uh, especially for your family that's sitting over there. Hopefully either A, they aren't impacted in, in, in a negative way beyond what's already happening, or B, they're able to get out of the country. I mean, Much appreciated. Because I, I mean, we don't know what any of that's like, but I can't even imagine. I just can't. You know, so hopefully, hopefully they have a plan, or have a plan that will work to get them out and avoid any any conflicts that may or may not continue to go on. And I just, I just, uh, I'm glad my grandparents aren't around to see what's going on. So and that's fair. That's, that's definitely a perspective to have. But other than that, man, you're doing all right. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. Other than that, I'm doing pretty good. I went to lunch with my nephews today, so we had a, a great lunch at a hibachi place. Nice. We played some video games a little bit, and then I told them I had to go because I had to do a podcast. 
He goes, and hey, hey, boys, I got to go. We got to talk about some Pokemans. And I, I did tell him that. There you go. And they were like, you go get him, Uncle Joe. Yep. Perfect. Well, you know, we are going to do just that. The best way to just kind of jump into the show is to just jump in. The first two pieces of news that we're going to go over are, uh, they're, they're very straightforward and they will be quick, but they pertain to more of the collecting side of people. The first is that if you are a fan of the Professor's Research Full Art Cards and or the Professor Juniper Cards, you will be getting a collection. This, is, this was actually, I don't want to say data mine, but it was seen on PTCG Live as a product listing. So it's going to be out between April and May. I don't believe we have the actual date, but just like the Marnie collection we got, it'll be 40 bucks. You'll get sleeves. You'll get a promo. You'll get a metal coin, some dice. It's it's a nice product. You know, $40, I think, is a lot. You do get seven booster packs, though, so there is some value in there, but you are a majority. You're, you're paying a majority for the exclusivity of the sleeves and the coin and things like that. I mean, how do you feel about products like this? I've seen people open them and love them. They're not for me, though. Uh, not for me as well. Uh, the Marnie ones flew off the shelves. People love those products. Um, I can imagine the same thing with happening Professor Juniper. Yeah, I, I, I would believe so as well. It's, it's, a, it's a professor, and people like to collect the full art trainer cards of the female characters in the game. Is that fair enough? Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. We will leave it at that. Um, aside from that, there were some more full arts revealed for Battle Legion I was about to go into, but I'm not going to do that because they involve cards that we have not talked about yet. Let me see. I just want to look through and make sure we hit everything. And I believe we did. Um, this is also the day that the PTCG Live beta is actually dropping in Canada. So hopefully we'll be getting more information as the week goes on. Uh, I'm not sure if people are going to be allowed to stream. My my guess is probably not, because if they're anything like Nintendo, they're pretty strict on things. But I don't quite have that answer. So in a couple of days, we see people streaming and breaking down their reviews of the client. It is cool to know that the beta is actually out and we're starting to test it, right? Yeah, in the, uh, on YouTube and some other Pokemon TCG streamers, uh, we just saw Zul put a video out kind of breaking down a video, I believe, Pokemon release. I didn't really track, per se. Um, but they were streaming a video that someone recorded back from November, probably testing it out, and going over just some features deeper in the game, like how uh, the, the cards work and how cards work when it happens. You get extra of them beyond the four count. So, for example, if you attain... If you have four Urshifus, you get a fifth one that automatically gets converted into credits to craft more cards later in the future. Um, but they're still kind of speculating on how other things will work. But based on the videos, they show those things. They show the rank ladder. Anything of duplicates, whether it be clothes, sleeves, deck boxes, coins, all be converted into credits. So you're able to repurpose those extra things you usually get. Yeah, the, the, it follows a formula that Hearthstone has used and other card games have kind of captured using that credit or dust system. I think that'll generally be a little more healthier than the trade market was on PTCGO. It's, it's definitely nice to have the trade market because it's a little more instantaneous, but that being said, buying 
dust buying crystals, whatever they break down into, will probably be just as simple for people who want to get the cards they want to get. Yeah, which to me, I'm now probably is an obvious difference that there's probably not going to be any trading in the client. I think they already said that. Okay. Like early, early on, that the the, t- the trading trade market will be gone. Which is weird for a trading card game. <laughs> it is, and, and you know what? Maybe it'll be there, but it's it became so toxic for the games. It did. It was so bad in so many ways, just because people would abuse it in 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 ways that we couldn't prevent. So now, at least this way, if you want to get your cards, you don't have to buy fifty card codes and trade a bunch of them to get them. You can just maybe you still have to buy it, but you can just use the dust that you earn over time to just craft the cards you want to use. So it's one of those things where you are rewarded for playing, and I'm always in support of that. At least giving players a chance is is all I can ask for. Any other opinions on the beta dropping or any thoughts? Uh, I just can't wait to see what people come out with. And if they can show something, that'd be great. But understand if they can't. I just hope. I just can't wait for us to get the drop date. Like, but, but it looks like it's going to be a lot more bearable to play. And it look, there's going to be a lot more incentives for me to want to play that client compared well, to what we have currently. It'll be on a mobile as well, but like they have like ranks and tiers. So like like every other Pokemon game with like with a ranked area has. So like um Unite and VGC, like you have the Pokeball tier, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, um, and you have Master Ball, right? They have the right. same tiering system and each tier you get to depending on which um spot you get to you to get additional things cards uh cosmetics things like that yeah it will be nice i'm just i'm just excited man so it's good to see that it's dropping and progress is progress is progress covering both those topics those are the non-card related conversations we're going to dive back into some battle legion we recorded last week and went over some cards that were revealed we got a few of the a few of the Hisuian Pokemon, not a lot, but now we have pretty much everything. Now we have what we need, and we can jump into this and really talk about how they are going to be creating and, and displaying these Hisuian Pokemon in the trading card game. If you're someone that is trying to avoid spoilers, sorry, game's been out for a month now. Um, that is just what it is. You need to know by now. Yeah, there's one Pokemon I still don't know about, but... We'll and it's it. also been officially revealed, so I don't even know if I can even call that spoiler. No. It has. Pokemon's already revealed every single new Pokemon in Arceus, officially. They did it, like, last week. I don't know why it took them so long, but every single Pokemon that is new has been officially revealed, acknowledged, and shown. Well, they probably waited so long because it took them a week and a half to get the game to people from the Pokemon Center. Yeah, well, you know what? We'll talk about the new Pokemon unless you still don't want to know it later. And, and, and we'll kind of go from there. Well, the said, po- said new Pokemon that I don't know about is not one of these cards, so... It is not. Trust me, it is not. But we are going to start with one of the new uh, mechanics in Battle Legion. A lot of these grass types we already went through, so we're going to skip them. Their first fire type is Sparkling Heatran. Remember, Sparklings, you can now have more than one Sparkling Pokemon in your deck. They are kind of like, uh, amazing rares could be played in four of but they're kind of like 
Amazing Rares Prisms where they have these kind of weird niche attacks. Again, I understand the mechanic is not the same for Amazing Rares, but the attack is more of what I'm focusing on. For Heatran, it is 160 HP basic fire for one fire, two colorless Raging Bomber. This attack does 70 damage times the number of damage counters on this Pokemon. It's weak to water and has a retreat of three. On the surface here, with the Fire Stadium that we are getting, the support we're getting in Brilliant Stars, I think this is actually a pretty decent one of. And damage counters are not hard to manipulate. 160 is also a pretty nice number. Any higher, and we'd probably have a... Like, 170 would be a little too high, but... Generally, I think this card is pretty decent. What are your thoughts about it? it it's it's fine uh, as a one. Like me saying this is a one of in a deck. Well, it has to be a one of in a deck if it is. If anything, I just want an attack cost a little bit better. But you do have acceleration. You do, and you have that double colorless that we're getting. We are. I just, I, I just, I just want something so rare to have one to two personally. Where would you change the damage? Where would you change the damage to? Because seventy for two times the amount of damage counters is way too much. Fifty. It's fair. Like they're they're a rare card. What's the what's what's the odds of you hitting it unless you prioritize it? Well, you can search it, right? Yeah, that's prioritizing it. Yeah, it's. It's a, what's what's the point if unless you prioritize it? It's a one. It's a single prizer. I, I think. It, I think it's. I think it'll end up being an instant one of, in in most fire decks because you're gonna have that accelerating stadium, uh, magma basin. I think it's called. So you'll just you'll just always have it because magma basin also deals damage counters, does it not? Yes. So uh, yeah, this is a. I think this is a very above average card, especially compared to Sparkling Greninja, which we talked about last week. It has the draw ability, um, but. You have to discard an energy, and it's two water, one colorless. And you have to discard two energy to attack. And it's got 130 HP. I think Heatran is like worlds. It's literally a one attachment for Heatran. You use the stadium and a double colorless, and boom, you're hitting for your number. Even if you just use the stadium, you're hitting for 140. For essentially a one attachment in theory. And if I'm not mistaken, it's only available to the new double colorless too, because the older one, right? Is well, that one, is that rule box or V? Is it avoid V's or rule box? What the brand new one? The older one. The old one you couldn't use it on rule boxes. So this one can't. This this can't take it then. No, but it can use the one that reduces damage by twenty. Okay. Which, in the grand scheme of things, with a multiplier of seventy. It probably isn't that big of a deal. We have choice, but we have other things. I feel like this really could be a very good single prizer for fire type. Um, so I, I'm with it that it's a very above average card. I'm a fan of it. Um, all right, moving on. <laughs> talked about Chandelure. We've talked about Pyroar. Talked about Starmie V. Just kind of going down the list of notable cards. We can talk about Basculin. Um, Hisuian Basculin and Hisuian Basculin Legion. And I imagine, although Basculin is not different in the Hisui region, it's still just Basculin. I think they did this just to prevent um, text and things like that because they noted that Basculin Legion has to evolve from a Hisuian Basculin. 
Pasuian Basculin is a basic water type with 50 HP for zero energy. Search your deck for up to two basic Pokemon and play them onto your bench. Sort of reminiscent of Alolan Bullpix. Speak to Lightning as a retreat of one. And I guess for one water, it hits for 10. Pasuian Basculin Legion is a stage one with 120 HP for one water. Grudging Dive. 30 damage. If any of your Pokemon were knocked out by damage from an attack during your opponent's last turn, this attack does 90 more damage. And your opponent's active is now confused. For one water and two colorless, Jet Head 180. Sweet the Lightning has a retreat of two. I like Asuvian Basculin for what it's worth. Um, just being a basic that will be evolved. I think that a first attack is always nice. Um, maybe it will see the same play that Alolan Vulpix had. Do you think it will? Uh, probably not, in my opinion, based on, because Alolan Vulpix was Pokemon into your hand, and it wasn't basic, so you could grab any kind of Pokemon you wanted, where this is just basic and onto your bench. That's fair. I mean, do you think people are experimenting? I feel like, I think it's good enough to go in certain decks. Maybe not as, maybe not as crazy as Beacon was for Alolan Vulpix, but... If know. it if it was free retreat, I would say yes. Uh, if there is a better Hisuian Basket Legion that comes out, I would say yes. Fair enough. We'll just have to kind of see. Bas Basket Legion, yeah. Basket Legion's unfortunate because I it's, wish it was. I don't know. The I first attack is fine. It's just the second attack is bad. Well, even the first attack. I think the first attack is good, but I feel like okay, stage ones. In my mind, if you're playing a stage one. I'm making the assumption that that's a that's a. I, I guess there's situations where it's not the focal point when you have a supporting card, but this is not a supporting card. This is an attacker, uh, and as a stage one, I I wish, I understand Basculin Legion's mechanic is that it's like it's a ghost type because of all the Basculins that didn't make it upstream, which is sad. But it's a bummer that it has to be from damage from your opponent's Pokemon, and I wish it was like. If a Pokemon entered your discard pile during this turn or something. Yeah. Something like that is so reasonable because you, know, you have Ultra Ball, you have Quick Ball, you don't have to burn the cards that are on your board. I just think that that would be so nice. And maybe it, that's too strong. I, I guess I don't know, but it's a single prizer, so we got to make these guys stronger. It's unfortunate that that ping damage will not work. That's true. That's very true. So it, it's... Text is the killer of Hisuian Basculegion. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. <clears throat> Next up, we have Keldeo. Keldeo is a basic water type with 110 HP. The only notable part about Keldeo is for a water colorless line force. It's 10 plus 20 for each of your bench Pokemon. Joe, you mentioned this before the show. It's just doing Keldeo things that Keldeo always seems to do, where it's very bench-focused in its text in some sort of way. Two energy for 110 damage at max for a single prizer. It's not awful. I still don't love it, but it's definitely not awful. Uh, will not see use. There have been Lapras as well, as well that did the same thing, including yes. helpful abilities that uh, coincided with it. So I do not think this will be played at all. I would agree. Moving on, we pass Sparkling Greninja, we pass Jinx, and we get to the first Hisuian V-Star. Hisuian Typhlosion. Typhlosion is a basic psychic with 210 HP for no energy. Singe, your opponent's active is now burned. For two psychic and one colorless, shivering flames. 
120 damage. Choose a card from your opponent's hand without looking. Reveal the card and shuffle it into their deck. It's weak to dark, resistance of fighting, and has a retreat of 2. Isui and Typhlosion V-Star. 260 HP stage 1. For 2 Psychic and a Colorless Hollow Flame. 180 and put 3 damage counters on your opponent's bench Pokemon in any way you like. For 1 Psychic, its V-Star power is Shadow Roaster. If your opponent's active Pokemon has 4 damage counters on it, it's knocked out. Sweet to Dark, Resistance to Fighting, and once again has a retreat of 2. I spent some time looking at this, kind of thinking, okay, looking at the cards we have that are like this, kind of like the Dragapult-esque cards. I have decided I really like Kasui and Typhlosion. I think 3 energy for 180 isn't the end of the world. The damage spread is nice. The V-Star power is the most forgettable part about this card. Maybe not. I, obviously, you can play damage counter games. You can Galarian Zig, attack, and then use your V-Star power to kill something. But the fact that its first attack is more enjoyable to me than its V-Star power, and which is a good attack, makes me happy about this card going forward. What are your thoughts on Hisui and Typhlosion? Um, I feel the exact opposite with the V-Star power. I think it's a very memorable, memorable part of the card. Um, spread is so easily available in this typing that, that it's not an issue. So but it have I, to be exact. That's always the tricky part, too. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you could be totally right. I think it's a good... I think it's definitely a good... We reason. can put them on anywhere you... Any way you'd like. True. Right? So you don't have to put all three on one. You can spread it apart. You can... Um, have other things to manipulate the, the damage counters on the board. You have uh, Galarian Zigzagoon. Um, instead, you have the Dragapult stuff going around. You have Inteleons go around. So there's definitely synergy available around it already to have it be a full functioning deck. I do agree. It's definitely going to be a full functioning deck, and I love this card. It's my favorite starter out of the three, so I'm I'm amped about it. I think Hollow Flame is awesome. Even Shivering Flames on the initial Typhlosion isn't bad. No, it, it's, it's good. Um, I believe there's other cards in this set that manipulate hand sizes so we're kind of back to that again a bit but mm -hmm. um it's in it's interesting to me that usually with a v and the v star or a v or a v max they try to keep a, a somewhat of a usually like a theme throughout the th throughout the card yeah. where has where typhosian v is more disruptive and then the v star becomes spread which i find quite interesting I'm ready for it, dude. I'm here for it. This is this is the deck I'm aiming to play just because I like the Pokemon. That's about it, but it, it's going to be a good card, I think. Next up on the list, I want to make sure... Uh, we might as well go until go and talk about the other hand size card. We have Miss Magius. Uh, Miss Magius is a stage 1 Psychic type, 90 HP. The attack you're talking about, I believe, is this the card? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Ominous Chant. Your opponent reveals their hand. If your opponent has four or more cards, choose until they have only three. Then shuffle your opponent's cards back into their deck. So it's it's a nice little supporting card. I don't know. I guess because it's an attack, it, I don't know how the synergy, like the flow of it works. But yeah, I, I, would, I personally wouldn't use it unless I'm, that's what I'm, my aim to do. 
but I like for Hisu in Typhlosion V star, I I wouldn't run this at all. Yeah, that's true. But if that's something like... you wanted to do, you could. I wouldn't do it, but you could. I mean, I guess you could like remove all the draw supporters, right? I yeah. guess. But you're just you're assuming that they don't play an engine that draws, which is few and far between at this point. Yeah, there's plenty out there now. Yeah, I would agree. Next up on the list, we have the Gallade Evolution line. The only notable part of it is the Stage 2 Gallade. It's a Psychic type. has the ability Buddy Catch. Once during your turn, you may search your deck for a supporter and put it into your hand. For one Psychic, two Colorless, 160, and you move an energy from this Pokemon uh, onto one of your benched. It's got a Retreat of 2. The ability suite, but it's a Stage 2, correct? Stage 2 problems. There you go. Next up, we have a little bit of a goofy ability card. Diancy, basic psychic type, has the ability Princess Curtain. As long as this Pokemon is in your active, whenever your opponent plays a supporter, prevent all effects of that card done to your benched basic Pokemon. Does this card have any viability? Um, Just preventing bosses' orders, but it's to your basics. I, I, I'm assuming if you're playing... The psychic type deck that you're be playing a V Star or V Max with it, yeah. Um, because you have even uh, Mew Fusion Strike, right? It's you're playing the V Max, right? If you play the Typhlosion, it's a V Star. Um, there's really not much basics out there to really protect. I would agree. So it's there and it's ability, but you know we move on. That brings us all the way down the fighting list to our second Hisuian starter, Hisuian Decidueye. Hisuian Decidueye V is a fighting type with 220 HP for one fighting Mountain Hunt. Search your deck for up to two cards and put them into your hand. For one fighting two colorless, point blank shot. This attack does 100 damage and is not affected by any effects of the opponent's defending Pokemon. Tweak to Psychic and has a retreat of two. The V-Star, 270 HP, a little bulkier. For one fighting two colorless Somersault Feather, 160, you may discard up to three energy cards from your hand. This does 30 more damage for each energy you discarded. So potentially, we're looking at three energy for 250. V-Star is an ability, Winds and Cloud. During your turn, you may draw cards from your deck until you have eight cards in hand. Weak to Psychic, Retreat of Two. So it's V-Star as an ability, but you can only use it once, but you get to eight cards. What are your thoughts on Decidueye? I'm kind of undecided, but I want to hear your thoughts. Um, It's, in my opinion, I think a little bit worse than Typhlosion. Uh, not my play style. Uh, looking at damage numbers, so uh, scaling is 190 to 20 to 50. Uh, and then you add another 30 if you're playing the the belt. Right? So you can cap or max out at 280. Uh, so that's where your your ceiling is. So it's it's fine. Um, there is acceleration cards now for fighting. It's the, the, the pickaxe. I'm not sure if we ever went over the pickaxe or not. But we go over it right after this. Yeah, so just kind of, I'll, I'm just going to mention it right now so people have a better context of our conversation. So the, the pick, Gutsy Pickaxe is an item card where you reveal a top card of your deck. If it is a fighting energy, attach it to your bench Pokemon. Otherwise, reveal it 
to your opponent and putting your hand. So either you draw or you attach. Uh, unfortunately, it goes to your bench, but there are plenty of ways to manipulate the top cards of your deck, including Orin Guru as your most notable uh, card. And then you have your, I don't remember the name of it exactly, but the switching cups. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking if about. If you really wanted to run that, but I would honestly would prefer just having a bench space dedicated to Orin Guru. Because I just feel like I don't want a four of those cups for whatever reason. I just feel like they're dead cards. Right. Um, so uh, there's definitely things that could be done. You have um, you have your draw, right, as in the ability. So you can hopefully draw into some energies. You have energy retrieval still available in format. So you can get two back. So there is definitely some ground to work with. Uh, I don't know personally if it is my cup of tea, which is unfortunate because uh, I chose Hussein Decidueye as my starter, and that's probably one of my my favorite of the three. Um, so a little sad on that part. Uh, obviously a weak to Psychic, which makes it even more sad because Mew is available in the format, and including this uh, Hussein Typhlosion. So uh, will we see it pl get played? Probably, but I don't feel it would be... A as successful as I would want it to be. Yeah, I would I would agree with that, generally speaking. I think it's it hits a little too low on the damage numbers for the commitment you have. And yes, you have Gutsy Pickaxe, but out of the acceleration that exists, it's not exactly the most effective. So yeah, it's a cool Pokemon. It's a good it's a good it's a good card. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh if second wasn't so dominant it'd be fine. Yeah, I just don't think fighting's not in the place at the moment, and it's just it just barely misses the barely misses the threshold of what's ne what's needed for damage numbers. But that's Hisuian Decidui. Next up on the list, we'll go to our next Hisuian. This is a non-V. We have Quillfish and Overquill. Again, Quillfish is noted as a Hisuian. Now it does change typing, so it does need to have that name. Hisuian Quillfish. 80 HP, basic dark type, no, no energy needed, thorn rush, flip until you get tails. It does 10 damage for each heads. But pretty pog. Hisuian Overquill, a stage 1 dark type with 130 HP for 0 energy, intense poison. Your opponent's active is now poisoned. Put 5 damage counters between turns. For a dark and colorless, Sticker Quill, 50 damage. The defending Pokemon cannot retreat during your opponent's next turn. Any comments on... Overquill and Quillfish. Fun mechanic, but unfortunately not useful. I agree. I just wanted to mention them because they are Hisuians. Moving on. Uh, let's see here. We have a Mighty Anna with a cool little ability, a stage one Hustle Bark. If your opponent has any VMAX in play, attack costs three colorless less, which happens to be the cost of its attack. Does 160 and does 50 to itself. Pretty troll, but it exists. Um, I, I but, guess we just... You know what? That's probably a good counter card, though. For just dark-type decks? Yeah. Wouldn't be terrible. Like, absolutely free to play against a Mew. Right? True. true. It's a free knockout. That's that's very true. So Maybe we have a lot of psychic types that they're going to be playing VMAXs. Uh, I wish it was... V or V star, because then we can use that against Hisuian Typhlosion. So, this is a card that will most likely see play in dark decks or some looking for a counter. 
Bring back Eternatus. Yeah. Bring back Eternatus, guys. Let's just do what we all what we all need to do. Uh, not really, but it's there. Now we get to our third Hisuian starter, which is Samurott V. Hisuian Samurott V is a dark type with 220 HP for one dark zigzag drop. Discard up to two tools attached to your opponent's Pokemon in play. For three dark, Shadow Slash, 180, discarded energy from this Pokemon. Sweet to Grass, retreat a two. It's V-Star, 270 HP for two dark energy, Merciless Blade. 110 damage, and if your opponent has any damage counters on it, this attack does 110 more. Its ability in V-Star, Moon Cutting Star. Once during your turn, you may put four damage counters on one of your opponent's Pokemon. Weak to Grass and a retreat of two. This is a really neat card because you use this ability to put damage counters down and all of a sudden you hit for a combined total of 250 for two energy because you put the damage counters down. Um, I, I'm still not certain 250 isn't a phenomenal number. It's still two shots a lot of things, but I don't know. Maybe if you throw more spread in the situation, it can still be good. What are your thoughts on Samurai? It's a... Of the three, honestly, this is probably the most self-sufficient one. Sure. Um, between the ability and the attack for the V-Star, there is Glaring Zigzagoon, so it's not extremely difficult. You have Dark Patches, which makes it even better. So there's definitely plenty of room for this to be in, in the deck and in the meta. Yeah, it can sustain itself as a deck. Whether it's good or bad is a different question, but it can definitely hold itself up as a deck. Yeah, this will be tinkered with and played. Uh, will it be top tier? No, I can see tier one to tier two. Tier one to tier two? I'm, I'd be, that'd be crazy. I wouldn't expect that, but that'd be pretty cool to see. Low tier one, that's why it's at the tier two. You're saying it's just a pinnacle? Or you think it's just going to get there? It'll get there. Interesting. I, I think I, there's I think there's so much dark support coming out. Uh especially the dark patch. That's just like a huge boost. Like for happened for waters, happened for dark types back in the day when they had dark patch again with dark with dark cry. There's just it, it was good then. This is a good supporting Pokemon, right? Because sometimes you just can't rely everything on dark cry to accelerate and destroy with all that damage or all that energy on there if you're low and you got something you need to smack you got your secondary attacker there you go i agree with that I, you know what i think it will be a very good card just once you get up to those two dark energy which like you said isn't very hard it's hitting for a pretty consistent damage as long as you can keep spread on the board which as we've discussed on numerous occasions even with inteleon inteleon samurott is a it, I mean, that's a combo, right? It's a pretty common one that I think we'll see. It's Intellium Blink is common everywhere. <laughs> but now, like, but especially this damage counters. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm ready for it. I want to look for a dark patch. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's, yeah, just Intellion or Drizzle into dark patch. Next turn, Intellion damage tick. You're dead. Cool. That was fun. Moving on to the trainers, and then we'll be. Well, okay. You know what? Before we get into the trainers. Joe, there is a rock rough. Yeah. And you're happy about it, right? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I be? Is it the best card in the set? Absolutely. One energy to draw two, and then you have one fighting two colors for 30 flat. You uh you feeling rock rough? 
Of course I'm feeling Rockruff. He's chasing a little leaf on his back. Best deck in format. Four ofs. Four ofs everywhere. Every, doesn't matter what type, you just have to have it. Um, aside from that, we have, there is another Cleavor, the second one, other than the one we talked about last time. Two colorless, 10 damage, plus 30 for each of your opponents benched, which is a pretty decent attack for a DCE. Um, one fighting, two colorless, 150, and does 50 to itself. This is definitely a p- pretty okay card, right? Yeah, it's pretty comparable to the other one that we previously have. The, the second attack does bigger du- numbers, but in terms of it damages itself, but the first attacks on both of them are situationals. Yeah, but we just wanted to mention it. Uh, and then we'll get to the trainers, and then we'll get out of here. The first trainer on the list that came out is Turbo Stall. This is an item that states, search your deck for a basic energy and attach it to one of your Pokemon. Then shuffle your deck. Your turn ends. I should also add that you can only use this if you go second and only on your first turn. So you search your deck for a basic, attach it to a Pokemon, and you can only use this if you are going second. Joe, opinions. Because this is basically like VIP pass, right? It's another coaster. Dude, VIP pass is getting but, but VIP pass does not end your turn. That's very true. VIP pass can just do something and then not destroy your turn. VIP pass is OP. VIP pass is above par. Above above average. It's above coaster. Yeah. It is above coaster. The next trainer on the list is another item. Canceling Cologne. Your opponent's active Pokemon have no abilities until the end of this turn. Any opinions on that? Mm, Not really. Like, it's completely fine. It's good. It's uh, basically your Pokemon Ranger, almost. I feel like it sounds better than it is. It sounds better than it actually, because it's active spot, right? So So, it's the active Pokemon on the other side. Uh, so it really depends on what's going on there. Um, not completely useless. We'll have to see what comes out that disrupts that much. So obviously you can probably use it a little bit to disrupt Mew. No, I'm using yeah. attack. I take that back. Uh, no, it, it's mainly basically like the deciduous of the world, right? I, I yeah, I guess that's all this card exists for. That's all it can exist for, really. But how much longer do you think Decidueye is going to be around for? Decidueye won't, but the, we always know that that card itself will always exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll but always have a card with that ability. It's 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 possible. It may be more prevalent in, um, in expanded more than standard. Yeah, we'll just wait and see. It's a, Like I said, it sounds really dope when you say the card's effect, but in in reality, it's probably not going to impact a whole lot. The last two cards, we have two supporters. Silen, which is a character from the new game. Supporter that states, flip two coins for each heads. Choose a card from your discard pile and put it on top of your deck. And then Roxanne. You can only play this card if your opponent has three or less prize cards. Both players shuffle their hands into their deck. You draw six. Your opponent draws two. I, I mean, Silen, Silen, but what are your thoughts on Roxanne? Roxanne is good. I agree. We'll see if it's oppressive. I don't really know yet. It's a card that could be. I think I'm just going to wait and see. 
I, I might be in the minority here, but I, I liked N even the when N was doing bad things for me. But I thought it was a necessary card for a comeback mechanic. So I'm excited Roxanne something like Roxanne exists. Um to kind of alter how N worked a little bit. Right. So I based on the fact that N that we, N was used, I Roxanne will be used, I don't think more than eighth. More than the two of it, for sure. Ran for it. And then finally, we have a stadium, Jubilee Village. Once during each player's turn, that player may shuffle their hand into their deck and draw five. Their turn ends. Opinion on this card? Poop. Yeah, it's like, I'm playing this to bump a stadium and maybe get out of dead drawing. Maybe. But still, poop. I would agree. And that ends our show. We end our show on poop. Joe... We went over a lot of cards, but is there anything you would like to say before we head out of here this week? Everybody have a wonderful and safe weekend. Enjoy the rest of Pokemon Week and Palindrome Week. Every day, Pokemon's releasing something, uh, or at least information about one of their several games available, whether it be an app or a video game. So I'm hoping for some big news at the end of the week. I am too, and maybe that news has already dropped by the time this goes live, but we have no idea about it. So. Enjoy the week. Enjoy family and friends. Enjoy Pokemon. We appreciate your support, and we will see you next time.